We're excited about the senior men's team in action against Central Coast and Newcastle Jets. Way trips over the next week, which could determine the location of the Premier's plate in the A-League. But we're equally excited about Western United's young brigade, equal top of the MPL3 Victoria standings after a madcap 4-3 win over Doveton on the weekend. Must have been an incredible game. And to tell us all about it, it's uh, one of our new recruits, assistant coach Diogo Ferreira. Diogo, welcome to the green room and welcome to the club. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's our pleasure, mates. Um, for fans who are a little too young to remember your uh, A-League playing days, uh, give us a rundown of your footballing CV so far and uh, some of the clubs you've coached at. Um, yes, obviously played in the A-League for a while, but in terms of you know coaching kind of... Um, uh, decided to semi-retire about the age of 32 when I returned back from Japan. I guess I always knew that I would make a better coach than I, I did as a player, so I thought I might as well get started. Um, I was at, yes, I was assistant coach at Melbourne Knights last year, and, and until a couple of weeks ago, I was still there for this season also, and obviously now at Western United. So what enticed you over to the club uh, to, to team up with Anthony Frost and co.? When um, Anthony Frost, um, he actually delivered one of my coaching licenses, so huh. um, we kind of stayed in touch there. And then, yeah, he gave me a call saying that he, he got the job and he, he wanted me to, you know, to come over and be part of it. And obviously, it's an amazing opportunity to, to almost be, you know, to be part of something when it's so fresh and so new. So I thought, great opportunity. Um, good for me also to learn under someone like uh, like Anthony with such great knowledge, and that would really help me, you know, in my in my coaching career. Well, Diogo, let's go to this weekend. Uh, that's just passed. I mean, come from behind, win against Dufton, a team last season who were right up there amongst the the top sides in MPL three at, at the cancellation. Two one down, you guys were able to come out with a four three win. Take us through the day. It seemed like it was a crazy, crazy game. Honestly, it was crazy. It was a bit of a blur towards the end. Um, I couldn't even remember who scored the third goal. That's how much. That's how crazy it was. Um, yeah, one nil down, one one, two one down, um, three one down, and then yeah, we scored a couple. I think we scored close to the ninetieth minute. I think the to mm. make it um, three all, and then last minute we we ended up scoring again off a set piece, which was great. Um, these kind of games bring the team together, and it's and it's that belief for. You know, in in the future when we are down, that we know we're when we're capable of coming back. Ninety third minute was the winner from uh, young Jake yeah. Nadovsky. We spoke to him a couple of weeks ago on this program. He's a confident young man. <laughs> Crazy! You should have seen his celebration as well. Top came off. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, why there's top. a yellow card next to his name. There we <laughs> yeah, go. That makes quite. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Can you describe the goal for us? The moment. Um, it was a set piece. I think. Um, uh, Christian took it, Viharis, and yeah, just floated into the box. And Jakey with um, with a big header, so unmarked in the box. But it was it was actually a really good finish. It was actually a really good finish. It was it was good to see. Also, everyone celebrating together, coaches, players, um, which was fantastic. Well, Diogo, it's been as a whole a really promising start to the season. I mean, second on the ladder right now after after six games. Everything's looking quite good. In these first six games, what are some of the positive things that I guess you've seen, you know, watching on from the sidelines? Look, we've got a bunch of a bunch of players that, you know, at the end of the day, even my experience coming coming out to West United, you're with a bunch of of young young kids that, you know, want to make it as professionals. So they all want to push in the same direction. 
there's a lot of good talent. Um, also, with the boys that have been dropping down to get some game time from the seniors, they've been unbelievable. You know, I've been in their shoes before as, as a player, and it's very easy to drop down and not really care. Um, but the way they've come, they've um, set the standard for, for all the other boys. So really impressed with that. Speaking of Jake, uh, when we spoke to him a couple of uh, weeks ago, we asked him what his goal was personally for the season, and he reckoned he wanted to score twenty goals, which we like sort of scoffed at and and said, you know, applaud the uh, intention, young man. But that's that's a lofty target. He's already got four. Uh, can he do it? Look, if you see what he does on a daily at training, then he's definitely capable of doing it. Yeah, he pulls out some, some unbelievable things, and I don't think it will take too long to. For us to start seeing him in the senior setup, I'm sure, if he keeps going the way he is. Well, just for some of the other players that are coming through, and obviously for the fans listening on, who are some of the players to really keep an eye on? I mean, there's a few familiar names in NPL circles, guys like Adam Alhayek and Yanni Panakos. Um, are these sort of players to keep an eye on in, I guess, the next couple of years? Is there anyone that's in particular caught your eye? Look, there's a lot, and it would be a bit harsh for me just yeah. to single out, single out a few people. Um, but everyone's, you know, it's cliche, but everyone is working hard. Everyone's really trying to to get that opportunity. Um, we've got a couple of boys that have, um, Chabelle that's come over from Melbourne City. He's training um, day in, day out with the with the seniors. Um, we've got Sabit that's gone and trained with the seniors as well, and he's made an appearance in the FFA Cup. And there's, and there's a lot of players that are, are literally there or thereabouts. You know, it's about you know, preparing themselves and then when that opportunity does come along that they, they take it. What's the sort of playing style that you're trying to implement with this group of players? I know it's a lot of it is about individual development, but in terms of crafting the team, you know, alongside Anthony? Look, we, we want to play attractive football. We want to let the kids, you know, the, these talented kids express themselves. There's no point. You're not going to see us drop into a, you know, really low block and just absorb, absorb pressure. Um, you know, we want to press teams. We want to we want to try and win the ball as far as possible. We want to be positive when we've got the ball, you know, fast, aggressive, attacking football. Um, and it gives them the best chance to express themselves and for us to, you know, create those those X-factor type plays that are going to make a difference um, when they get the opportunities in the seniors. How do you balance that with also wanting to get results in a league where – some of the other teams have no such pretensions of playing attractive football. Yes, the other A-League Academy sides nominally will want to do that, but there's a lot of sort of seasoned older pros in that competition uh, and a lot of away grounds that you'll visit with tiny pitches that are a bit torn up and, you know, the boys are going to get uh, a lot of older, more experienced MPL players. I guess there's a there's an extra edge to it because they, they, the A-League Academy side's rolling into town and they want to show them what's what and put in a few big physical challenges. How, how do you implement that playing style in, in those kind of challenging environments? Yeah, it's hard. And to be honest, if I was on the receiving end, I wouldn't want to be chasing around these young kids all day either. So, but it's it's a learning curve for them. It's, um, yeah, we want to play attractive football. When we get them on our home pitch and a few other pitches out there, we are able to do that Um without, you know, um, without being too, too tough. But it's about them learning that there's going to be tough conditions. Yes, it's about developing players, but they've got to have the will to win and they've got to know what it takes to win under different circumstances. So ideally, yes, you want to try and, you know, get up there and get promoted so you're playing against better teams and teams that, you know, try to play a little bit, um, try to play football a little bit more. But until then, they've, they've just got to graft and they've got to learn how to, how to win in these conditions. 
So, yeah, well, looking ahead to this weekend, Diogo, Melbourne victory, another academy side, another big game. Um, what are some of the, I guess, the things you're expecting from this game? What are some of the things you're looking forward to? And I guess, you know, you can expect from them this weekend as well. Look, it's, um, you know, we've played them, we've played them in preseason. And when you do play against uh, one of the other A-League teams, you know, it's going to be competitive. Both teams are going to try and play football. You're not worried about, you know, for example, with all the respect, you're playing against a team like Box Hill where, you know, they're playing for long throws, just say, and getting everyone in the box. You know, you know they're going to try and break you down and it creates different challenges. Um, and also it's an opportunity for our younger players, I'm sure, you know, having a look at the senior fixture for the A-League, I'm sure that um, Mel Victor are going to have quite a few senior players drop down. So it's a, it's a good challenge for... Um, you know, for our youth boys to, you know, test themselves against some, some professionals also. Uh, this might be my uh, my bias talking based on uh, a role I have outside of FNR, but Preston Lions are playing against Western United the week after. It's a home game for you guys at Georgie's. I've got my eye on that as one of the games of the season uh, because Preston bring the away following. We know that, they, you know, they've, they're a historic club. And they've got a lot of talent in that team. I think that would be. I was actually speaking to one of your players, Noah. I ran into him at Ultra Football a little while ago, and he was speaking fondly of that Preston game as the the biggest crowd he's played in front of, and such a like formative experience last season of that like high pressure environment. That's got to be a great learning experience for the players. Hundred percent. Like for us, looking you know looking at the next couple of weeks, they're they're massive. You got victory and then Preston. Um, and again, it's just these opportunities. At the end of the day, we're trying to produce professionals, people that can take that step up. And playing um, under pressure with crowd around, you know, that's that's what they're going to get if they do take that step. So again, just a fantastic opportunity for them to test themselves in in those environments. And for the Western Suburbs boys in the group, because I know Western United do put an emphasis, obviously, on finding the best talents out there, but also finding local players from the area. You know, Western United eventually producing their own talent as a relatively uh, new team in the A-League environment. That's got to be a long-term goal for the program, right? Yeah, it's massive. And obviously next year the academy is going to roll out. So there's going to be a whole crop of new of new kids coming through that you can instill and you can, you know, you can – you kind of set up a, a culture around your academy and the way you want to play also. So hopefully you see that as, you know, as the years, as they get older, you've got those players that have been in the system for a while. This team seems to have a habit of leaving it late uh, with some dramatic finishes. I know you've only just arrived, Matt. We already saw it against, I think it was Melbourne City earlier in the season. Yeah. So that must fill you with a little bit of confidence that, that these guys have a, a bit of uh, mental metal, shall we say, when, the, when it gets to those high-pressure moments. Definitely because, you know, we are going to find ourselves in those situations throughout the year and, and having the belief like this week, you know, you're down by a goal and in three minutes or four minutes you turn it around, you end up, getting the free points. So it's important. It's really important because we'll, we'll have, I'm sure, a few more games like that. Well, with the senior boys on the road, uh, if you're not making the away trip up to Gosford or Newcastle or indeed Adelaide in a little while, this is a perfect time to go down and, uh, and watch the MPL side. Wouldn't it be great to get some of the, uh, the Western Service crew down in the next two weeks when you've got a couple of home games at, uh, at Caroline Springs? It'd be fantastic, especially with all the Preston supporters. We need we need some supporters as well, so we'd love to have everyone down there. 
Absolutely. Well, that's coming up on Sunday, the 1st of May, 3 p.m. kickoff against Melbourne Victory. And then the following Friday is an 8.15 p.m. kickoff under the lights. Diogo, welcome to the club. Great to have you on board and thanks for your time tonight. Thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate it.